Welcome to the Arrogant Healthcare Marketing Bastards All-Star Stupendous Super Bowl Spectacular Podcast for the week of February 2, 2015. This is episode almost somewhere around 250, and I am Chris Bevelo, <laughs> EVP at Revive Health. With me today for our, whatever I said, <laughs> Stupendous Super Bowl Spectacular are Jackie Olson, Account Supervisor with Revive Health. And Adam Meyer, VP at Revive Health. Let's do this. Are you guys ready to dive in? I'm ready. All right. Well, mm-hmm. let's, let's give a little some context. If you're new to the podcast, every year for the past at least four or five years, uh, we have followed the Super Bowl with a special podcast devoted to reviewing and discussing and usually arguing vehemently over <laughs> the Super Bowl ads. And we tried to tie in healthcare. This is where, where we talk about healthcare marketing on this podcast. This will be more about marketing than healthcare because there typically isn't a lot of healthcare uh, right. in the Super Bowl. There are some pharma ads that we'll probably talk about a little. Um, mm-hmm. And there's insurance, but not really health insurance. It's more just general insurance. Uh, but certainly we want to make some points about marketing. Uh, and last year I think we had fantastic – we had actually some follow-up discussions that were really good. Um, because as most people know, uh, we are strong, strong believers that if you're working in a hospital or health system, at least you should be trying to move away from mass advertising because we, we use it, uh, way, 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 way too much in our field, uh, more than it's, uh, deserved and to points that are far ineffective and expensive. So we're not really fans of mass advertising because of that reason, though, of course, we know there are plenty of times to leverage it, even for hospitals and health systems. Um, So this is our caveat to say that we are by no means um, trying to hype the idea of mass advertising, including um, television spots on the Super Bowl, which are very expensive and for a lot of these sponsors are probably not very effective either. But it's so damn fun to talk about them that we can't <laughs> stop is. doing it every year. So uh, we're going to just dive in. We're going to skip the updates. We're going to skip the notes. We're just going <laughs> to just go right in because we got so much to cover. We usually just blow past our timeline. That works. Sound like a deal? Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. So before we get started, um, we we tend to use the USA Today ad meter as a guide. There are plenty of uh, places on the internet where you can view all of the ads. There are places on the internet where you can uh, see them ranked and all that. And, I'm, and certainly, Jackie and Adam, you're welcome to share if you have other resources uh, besides USA Today. Um, mm-hmm. But we will kind of comment on their rankings because... Uh, that's our central source. They've always done a really good job with um, pulling these together. They also have nearly 7,000 panelists who vote oh. every year on the top <laughs> Super Bowl ads. Now, we don't know who these panelists are. They could be your grandma. They could be, you know, somebody who's not qualified. But they call them, somewhere they call ad enthusiasts. Ooh. Oh, uh, yes. Whatever that means. Those guys. Yeah. So, anyway. With that said, how would you guys like to start? I've I've got um, – I think maybe it would be fun to talk about some themes that we might have picked up on. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. And then obviously we're going to get to the uh, good ads and the bad ads. That's where we usually have some fisticuffs, which is always fun. <laughs> but I've got uh, – 
I've got two main themes, but I'll let you guys start. See if you guys have any any themes. See if they're the same. Sure. Um. You know, these aren't really broad themes, but they're themes that jumped out to me. Oh, I'm just going to jump in and go. I'm just going to write Do it. Bowl, bowl over you. Go jacket. for it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so now these, these aren't broad themes as, as if they stretch across many, many, many ads. But these are themes that seem like they stretched across at least a few ads. Um, one of which was um, kind of – and this is – I'm not sure what the best word is for it. I want to say um, they had kind of a feminist theme. Uh, in a good way, but I don't know that that's the best way to 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 word it. And the the examples mm-hmm. I, that I would give um, are the which one of which is actually probably my favorite, and I've jumped to that already. But it's the the like a girl um, ads that Agreed. ran, yeah. And they're they're not new. They actually I saw those were on online at least like six seven months ago for part of a I think just a web campaign. Um, but it's nice to see them make it to the Super Bowl. I thought they're really, I thought they're really well done when I saw them a while ago, um, and it was really cool to see them here. But I think they're really powerful. Um, the other one that had that uh, that was similar in nature. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, Invisible Mindy, I thought, kind of fit that um, tone. Fit that yep. tone. That was for I can't remember who is that for now. I'm forgetting. It was for insurance company, I think. Yeah, I had just jotted down the, the title of it. I didn't jot down who it was for. Um, and then I didn't see the one that was talked about a lot, actually, which was there was one for um, domestic abuse, I think. Yeah. And I didn't see it. It wasn't in my um, I actually used the I wasn't at the Super Bowl. I didn't watch the Super Bowl. I wasn't at it. I didn't, <laughs> wa- I, I didn't I didn't watch it either um, because we had plans to go out. I didn't even know what Super Bowl Sunday. We had made plans to go to Hello, Hello Dolly at a dinner theater. Well, uh, hello, <laughs> Dolly. <laughs> So that's that's what I was doing. So I had to I had to follow, I had to catch up on all the ads afterward, and I used Forbes rundown, and they didn't have that one on there. So, but I would probably, um, in some way, include that one in that list as well. Um, so there was that theme, and there also seemed to be a theme, and this has been present before. Now let other da- people talk about their themes too, Adam. Oh, I know sorry, you're excited. I was I was gonna call I was gonna say my two themes. Let me shoot the other one out quick because okay. it's just short. But it was <laughs> I, I'd say it was kind of a daddy theme. Yes, there seemed to be a number of ads that yeah. really focused on the kind of the emotional side of being a father um, or being a parent, but specifically a father. And I thought they were one of them for sure kind of got me, but I can, we can get to that when, um, uh, when we kind of go through some of the ads, but those were, those were two of the themes that jumped out to me. Otherwise the third theme would be weird. There was a handful of <laughs> weird ass ads in the Super Bowl. I mean, there kind of always is, but that was, that would be the other theme. Well, we can talk You've about gone over your limit. Yes, that's right. We can talk <laughs> about some of those too. Cause I know what you're talking about, but Jackie, did you have any themes that you pulled out that were different than that? I did. Um, so I had the daddy spots too, mm-hmm. the daddy theme. Um, and then kind of along the same lines as maybe the weird ads, I have kind of the <laughs> trying too hard. <laughs> 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 I think that kind of falls in line with the weird ones, but I don't know. I just, I had a tendency to roll my eyes at quite a few just because they just seemed like they were trying too hard to be too creative and I don't know. Maybe I'm just cynical in the late stages of my pregnancy. I don't know. (laughs) But um, the other thing I noticed, too, was just the prevalence of kind of depressing spots. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was the one, I think it was for Nationwide Insurance. Yes. Oh, I I jotted it down, but it's like... Oh, yeah, it was horrible. The boy who couldn't grow up. Because he died. Because he was dead. 
because he died. He says, so, he says, I put it down <laughs> verbatim. I couldn't grow yeah. up because I died from an accident, followed by scenes of an overflowing bathtub, a flat screen yeah. smash on the crown, and a trail of dishwasher detergent packets out of an open cabinet. Yeah. There was a lot yeah. of Twitter buzz about that one. And then some awesome um, memes. Is that what they're called? Memes? Memes? Memes. Memes. That followed in Twitter, like showing the boy. And like one of them was, I couldn't watch Katy Perry at the Super Bowl <laughs> halftime show because I died in a depressing <laughs> nationwide ad. <laughs> That's awesome. And I think, uh, I think there were more. There was, there are a few others in addition to that, that kind of, yeah. maybe it was the domestic violence mm-hmm. one, Adam, which maybe that was a good ad. I kind of didn't really pay too much attention to it, but just actually seeing some of those ads yeah. that were just a little more, they weren't yeah. so uplifting, if you will. Yeah, I mean, you could probably even lump like the, you know, Budweiser took the same route that they did last year by bringing in a cute puppy. But the tone, <laughs> the tone of it, and, and yeah, the tone of that until the end, you know, is like this depressing, I lost my dog, trying to find my dog thing. So that I would, I would kind of lump that into the depressing side. Um, yeah, then there's a number of other ones that just kind of had that. I mean, maybe they got positive at some point. Like, even Coke's positivity one starts off by being negative. It's like all this internet hate. And then, you know, the dude spills the Coke into the machine, and all of a sudden, Coke saves the world by <laughs> making everybody on the internet happy again. This was another um, tweet from that one that said, what would really happen if Coke, would, you know, flew through the internet, was infused in all of us? We'd, we'd <laughs> gain 50 pounds and die. That was, the, that was the tweet that was making the rounds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then there's um, yeah, I, I agree totally with your trying too hard. I mean, there's a couple that jump out, um, and you know, what? there's another theme that's probably always present, and that's boobs, <laughs> boobs. Carl's Jr. was ridiculous, um, with the naked woman who eats the hamburger at the end. She's like walking. There's like there's a like like the mel- the talking about her juicy melons and stuff, and then the melons come up in front of where her breasts. Would what be, was that for? Oh, I missed that. Carl Carl's Jr. Oh, like a hamb- hamburger place. I missed that too. Wendy's? And then there's the no Carl's Jr. Oh, oh Carl's okay, Jr. Yeah, there's there's none of those around. Is that what is that what Hardee's became? I think it might. No, have. they're two. Okay. They're two separate. Brands. Are they different? They're owned okay, by the same company and they look the same. Okay. 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 Um, and then there's another one that had the boob theme, which was for the ga- game of war with that supermodel or Sports Illustrated swimsuit model. Kate Upton. Kate Upton. Yeah, with her. You well, know, and, her, her gigantic. Yeah, can I make? A, there. I want to make a society comment on that because, especially in the aftermath of GamerGate, yeah, um, yeah, there's a there's a uh, there's a it's not just video game; it's all entertainment website IGN that I follow. It's very big and very popular. You probably know of it, Adam, mm-hmm. and follow it. And it's the same thing where when they post, I follow them on Facebook. A lot of times they'll post about video games. And it'll be like, you know, like a screenshot of the video game. But in the foreground, like as a cutout that's been put into the picture, is a hot young chick. And she has nothing to do. It's different women every time. (laughs) And she has nothing to do with, you know, it'll say like, um, check out the new map from Call of Duty, right? And it'll it'll be like a review of it. And they've just got a hot looking woman standing in front of it. Is it mm-hmm. like a video review and she's the reviewer? Nope. nope. It's nope. just the image. I mean, just imagine. <laughs> That's too relevant. Imagine God. what like they would be showing, and then they plop a hot young model, busty model. It's clearly not part of the picture. She's usually standing there smiling with her arms crossed or whatever. It's a complete, complete. It's just like GoDaddy used to do, right? Yeah. Blatantly and showing hot women. And it 
all it does to me is reinforce all the bad things about Gamergate. Yeah, yeah, total, totally. And I, I had made that, a note of that too on here. I'm like, I said, you know, for Game of War, you know, can we get beyond this already? Yes. You know, especially in the gaming <laughs> space. I mean, there's a huge, a, a significant percentage of gamers are also female, right? And and they are missing. They are they are alienating that audience. It's 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 an absurd business decision to try to cap. You know, you're trying to capture the male audience, but you're alienating the female audience. And it's just, it's like, come on, we're past, let's get past this already. I mean, we're, sex sells, we all know it, but it's just like eye-rolling garbage at this point. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I don't like to have to, you know, not that, like, I watch the Super Bowl with my kids or anything, but I don't want to have to, like, and it's less censor. about... Censor? Yeah, censor it, or I have to explain why, what's, what my, like, if Max are watching it, what he's seeing. And it's not because... You know, I'm some overprotective parent who is afraid of my child, you know, being exposed to nudity in some way or something close to it because I'm not, you know, not that I want him surfing the web for porn or anything like that. But I it's still it's like the overtone that you're the undertones and the, the societal meaning behind it or whatever that, that, I, that you have to try to explain to your kid to get why that's being used. It's like I don't it's like can we just get past that now and, and move on to something a little more sophisticated or a little more mature to to, to connect to people? You know, but you know, sex sells, I guess, and it's kind of sad. All right, did you have more themes, Jackie? I still have themes to do. No, those are the big ones. Your turn. Well, I'm a, mine are very reflective of yours. Um, the one theme I had was I called it why why so serious, so <laughs> so serious about everything. Nice. It's the Super Bowl. You don't have to be so serious. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, and there was you know, like we've already pointed out that that nationwide ad was ridiculous. You know, he's like, yeah. hey, guys, wait up. And he's like, I won't be able to ride my bike, and I won't be able to fly, and I won't be able to do this because I died. I mean, what are you? And it was my parents' fault for, for apparently letting the tub overflow, letting me drown in the bathtub, <laughs> or letting me eat detergent. It's or... horrible. So, well, what, what is the tie-in for insurance? That was even it like was a... that We help protect families against this kind of thing. Their, their campaign was Do about... Well, no. Their campaign was looked like it was supposed to be a content marketing campaign. If you go back and look at the ad, um, oh, okay. they close with something about safety. And there's I think there's a microsite okay. that if you go to, it's all about how to be safe and all that. Um, but it's just kind of like we talk about in healthcare. You can't scare the crap out of people. I mean, that's just awful. So... There was other yeah. ones too, um, and a lot of them dovetailed into my second theme, which also I think builds on what you're talking about, Jackie, about trying too hard. And I don't know if yeah, oh, if yeah. this is what you meant by trying too hard, but for me, there was a handful. I have actually six ads where it was just like a it was an awesome experience until the freaking product was introduced. The yeah. the, the yeah. worst <laughs> example of that. Well, there was two examples of that that I well, there's six. <laughs> I can't pick one. To me, the I one Dove is. I hope Dove is one of them. Dove was the worst. That was to me the worst because yes. it was all about dads and it's it's yeah. great dads and it's like it really was emotional and then it was like Dove yeah. men's care, face yeah. lotion and crotch steam for men who wanna be blah. And you're like follow up post to our hashtag whatever the hell it was. It was it's like what? awful. And I know it just it Dove's took you out of the moment totally. Dove's got a lot of credit in the past for raising awareness about women's. Um, weight issues and that kind of thing by showing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. regular women in their ads. And I think they were trying to do the same thing. But at some point, you got to remember, you're just a lotion. You're just a product, right? And and so there was <laughs> Toyota had two of those. Toyota had a you're a dad. Yep. Um, yep. And then also the first one, which was how great I am, um, 
mm-hmm. which I think was, was Muhammad Ali voiceover. If not actually him, it was his script. It sounded like what he would say, and it showed the people that were missing limbs, and and it was so powerful. Oh, yeah. And then it's like Toyota, yeah, and it ends with the woman like with missing her feet, jumping to ski down a hill with the Toyota sitting in the background. Right. Um, throw like a girl. So at this point, there has been those three, and then throw like a girl came. And again, awesome ad. And then at the end, it's always. And you just, and I literally said out loud, I'm like, and a tampon, right? This is, right? This it's a pad. Is, I'm sorry, okay. a pad, as if I'm supposed to know, right? It's, it's completely overshoots. Um, another great example was a Carnival Cruise ad, which was also a little bit of a WTF because it was this grainy. Yeah. They were trying to redo like um, – an ad from the past that was like a Chrysler ad um, that was really like American. And, you know, it was these beautiful shots of people in the ocean. And um, it was mm-hmm. JFK, I'm pretty sure, who was talking yeah, about was. our connection to the ocean, that we have as much salt. You know, the ratio of salt in our bodies is the same as the ratio of salt to water in the ocean. And that's why we go back to the ocean. And I'm like, that's overkill. You're using JFK? And it was like, get back to the seas. And I'm like, well, you're going to clean up your dysentery, and then maybe I'll get back to the seas. <laughs> so so I just felt like those were – they were such a letdown because the ads were yeah. so powerful. But then you're trying to sell – Men's face cream or Toyota, you know, whatever coupe. It's just, yeah, it was bad. I, 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 they, they kind of lost me because they were selling those products. I, I don't. It's hard. I mean, they've got to sell those products, but you've got to remember who you are. I mean, are you going to show MLK saying I have a dream, and then you're like, you know, Johnny's pillow maker or something? Where do you draw the line with that stuff? Yeah. And. And maybe those, maybe that's what I meant by trying too hard is just that they didn't really tie in with the products that they were promoting at the end. But I think, you know, like they all started strong. Like I noted that carnival ad, um, the Dodge one with the old folks. The wisdom one, yeah. And then the Jeep Renegade, you know, this land, I think it was this land, yeah. is our land. Yeah. And, you know, I want to like them, but it's just like, I feel like I've seen that type of thing so much. Like like last year there was that Clint Eastwood right. ad that we all loved. Was that last for... year or two years ago? Both. Oh, they did it again. Yeah, two years okay. in a row. And that was Chrysler, right? Yeah, yeah, I think it was like Chrysler, yeah. And that was just really well executed. So I don't know if on the heels of that everything is just kind of falling flat in my eyes, but it's just I don't know. You, you get through the end of the ad and you're just kinda you want it to be great and then it's it does. It just falls flat for some reason. So yeah, I don't know why. I will say one thing I liked. I didn't. I didn't necessarily like the Jeep ad. Um, Me but one thing that I did. I did think think was at least interesting about it was that it it connected the you know a very patriotic song. To, it it took you out of the USA, um, which I kind of which I can appreciate. So it's more it, you know it's, it was more the vibe of you know the, these vehicles are used around the world. You know it's not just about you know you know the, the U.S. necessarily. Um, really? So I, I thought I, I thought, thought that it was, was an interesting about aspect the US. of it. Uh, no, I think I mean I only watched it once quick this morning. Um, but I'm pretty sure they were like going all over the. I thought it was going all over around the world, showing different scenes. There was like the Great Wall of China in there. Mm-hmm. And oh, there was sure. A bunch okay. of other scenes. So it started off in the U.S. and it felt like you know with this land is your land going that it was going to be this this U.S. Th- themed thing. And I was actually that was kind of eye rolling because it's like all right we've seen it. But then all of a sudden once these other scenes from around the world started coming in, I was like oh this is a little different. 
Um, it was still Jackie. I agree with you. That it kind of falls flat because it just feels like it's been done. Yeah. Um, enough. Um, but it, that was something that felt at least a little different. So I, I'll give him credit for that much at least. Well, mm-hmm. One that I'll point out that um, Brandon Edwards, our CEO, who's going to join us on this podcast, but we were having technical difficulties. We couldn't pull him in, but he sent me some of his notes. And one that I think was wasn't serious. It, well, it kind of was serious, but it, it, it handled it better, and it was completely – completely aligned with their brand, and that was Coke. Brandon said, um, in my view, the Coke ad was a great example of standing for something, addressing a societal problem that they can't solve necessarily, but they can lend a voice and a positive viewpoint, which is obviously what Coke is all about. Um, Mm -hmm. And he put completely something healthcare organizations can do in their markets, and I totally agree with that. It did get some flack on Twitter because, again, you know, the idea that Coke is not good for you, um, but, but... you know, if you get past that and you think about what Coke has always tried to do with their brand, it's about positivity. It's about right. happiness. It does put them in a little bit of a crosshairs because of that. Like the, the the ad we talked about a few years ago with the polar bears, where somebody did a takeoff on the polar bears, where like <laughs> the dad loses his big toe from diabetes <laughs> and all right. that. So it does, you know, they have, that's going to be a constant struggle for them. Um, mm-hmm. But I did like, you know, it started off negative, like you point out, Adam. But I did like where it went. Uh, it made me made me feel positive. Yeah, yeah. That's I had a note. That, I mean, that's where my note ended on that one too. Is that it? It, it connects to the brand well because that's what they always do. They always try to go with the positive spin. You know, in the past, it hasn't been negative to positive. Um, I think they've had a couple where they had the. Um, uh, it was like people like doing good deeds for other people being caught kind of on cam- like on hidden cam- yeah. hidden cameras, but like security camera type things. Yeah, that was good. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's you know, if the assumption is that, you know, we're typically not paying attention to other people and stuff and that we're typically not doing that stuff, then there's a little bit of negative to positive um, within that one. But, yeah, it was a different direction for them to go with the, I mean, pure negativity and hatred, you know, being converted to happiness and, and good feelings. Um, so that was a little bit of a departure from what they normally do, but yeah, it's still, I, it, it was, it wasn't bad. So let's move from our themes to our good ads, bad ads. Um, and I'm going to start with one that is probably on somebody on this call's good ads list. Um, okay. and is, is on the nation's good ads list. Cause it's number one, which is not shocking. <laughs> um, and of course it, it kind of goes to what I said before. It's like, I even had it listed under my, um, great message, you know, great, powerful ad that ends with a thud because of its product. Um, and that's the Budweiser dog ad. And, and I'm still where I was last year mm. and have been all the time. Um, you know, it's touching. It was, it was a great ad. I loved it. I do not understand why the hell Budweiser is running it. And, and I feel like I'm even proven right this time because they ran another ad later that was dead on. For Budweiser, which was their anti-Pac-Man one? It was their anti-microbrew beer one, where they're basically saying, you know, our beer is not for these people. It's for people that that want beer. (laughs) They had a quote in there that said, let them simp their pumpkin peach ale. That that ad is targeted toward Budweiser drinkers, people who would want to drink Budweiser. So what the hell are they doing with the puppy dog? Help me. It works how? It doesn't work. It works. It, it works to generate buzz, but do you honestly believe that more people are going to buy Budweiser because of that? Who is going to do that? 
Are you Jackie? I don't know, this is why I post it, you every year and every year say no. Does it make you want to buy Budweiser? Because <laughs> that's who they're targeting is women, clearly. No, but it, it works because of the buzz. I, I mean, I don't know. But is that what they're after is buzz? Aren't they trying to sell a product? I mean, I suppose so, but I don't know. It's, I don't know. I, I really struggle with the tie-in too. you know, the puppies and the horses and it's just overdone. I, I'm shocked they're still running them, but. Yeah, it depends on what what they're after. I mean, do they feel like that their, their brand is so big and so well-known that yeah. they're, that, that they're not going to. That how could you possibly drive more sales with advertising for, 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 I guess, for one way to look at it? So it's like, why don't we just focus on creating buzz why with something like $4 this? $4 million to run it in the first place. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't disagree. I'm um, not... But I, I, go ahead. I agree, I agree that what you said, the other ad is, is dead on. I mean, yeah. that, that's, that nails it. That nails it in terms of something that resonates with... Um, you know the brand, and this mm-hmm. is this is your straightforward mass-produced beer that you're not drinking because it tastes like the pumpkin, you know, spiced latte <laughs> right. version of a, of a of a craft <laughs> brew. It's it's it. This is a a beer beer, you know, and you you drink it for one reason alone, and it's not because you think it tastes delicious. It's because you want to drink beer. Mm-hmm. That's what it says. And it says our beer is for people, and then there was a pause, and then the next little thing said, "Who want to drink beer." Right. And and I saw a tweet where somebody was like, so let me understand this. Budweiser, and this was an all in a tweet, obviously, because it's too long, but Budweiser is losing its market share to craft beers, and their response is to make fun of them. To which I want to say, yes, because they're not a craft beer. And the people that, that <laughs> right. sit there right. with their samples of pumpkin peach ale are unlikely to drink Budweiser. And the people that really want Budweiser, the guys getting off the 11 o'clock shift, they ain't drinking pumpkin peach ale. So, right. No. To me, that makes sense, and I have yet to see anybody anywhere, and this has been like three or four or five years in a row, show how Budweiser thinks this helps them. The puppy dog, I just, I don't get it. You know, when you say it works, Jackie, I I mean, I get on one level what you mean because it's number one ad. It was number one ad before the Super Bowl. Everybody was talking about it before the Super Bowl. Um, It obviously generates buzz. More people talk about Budweiser. Here we are talking about Budweiser. Um, right, but you must believe that we are all basically. If people just repeat the name of a product, that will make them more likely to buy it. And I don't think it's that simple. Yeah, I mean it's totally fair. And I mean I I struggle with the ad year after year. I'm not even sure if I agree that it's well executed. And maybe I'll be shot for saying that because it involves cute little puppies and horses. But yeah. I mean, as far as tying into the brand, I mean, I just, I'm totally, I totally agree with you there. But, but for some reason, every single year, year after year, it works for them and it never ceases to amaze me. Well, it works for them. How? You keep saying that, but because because people talk about it. Yeah. Because people talk about it and it's always one of the top rated ads. But they, their sales keep going down. So what is the point of advertising if it is not to further a business objective? If their sales, which they are. And, you know, as as much as I disagree with that person's tweet, they're right. They're losing sales to, mm-hmm. you know, craft beers. Um, I, I think right. they're better off just saying, well, fine, we're not a craft beer, so don't buy us if you think we are. Um, I just don't know how this is helping them. Yeah, it's interesting, too, that they're losing sales to craft beers because it would seem to me that the craft beer scene is not 
I I see the craft beer drinking scene like those types of people, and I'm, I guess I'm kind of one of them. I, I don't I do, I do like trying those sure. kind of beers. Um, as people who don't necessarily, they're they're not the people who have been drinking Budweiser all the time. At least I'm not. Um, I I just don't I don't see that off that audience as making the switch to craft to craft beers. I mean, I spent my college days, you know traveling the midwest with a classic rock group playing in biker bars where people that audience is not going to be drinking craft beers they're going to be drinking budweiser's no matter how many craft beers are on the market um i mean but clearly they're clearly they're leeching some business away from from budweiser um so i mean i'm, I'm obviously wrong yeah. there's there's some crossover there but it just seems to me like they're two different markets well, that it's kind of like wine people progress in their tastes as they get older so kids, you know, kids in college will drink the cheapest sh- crap on the shelf because they don't have mm-hmm. a lot of money and they want to drink a lot of it and they don't care if it's good or not. <laughs> um, but as you get older, you start, you know, refining your – I mean, like I would never drink a Coors Light if you put a gun to my head. But I drank Coors Light in college because of all those reasons, right? So I think that's right. how it – you know, before there was a lot – you know, craft beers to the extent there are now, Adam – um, there weren't other options. So people would be, have Budweiser or Miller or whatever, and they dominated the market. Well, now that there's a whole other category, people move on. They move to it. I mean, I, I drink both. You know, I'll drink I'll drink microbrew beers all the time. Um, mm-hmm. But if, if I'm in a place and I'm often there because I travel to Wisconsin, no offense, but I'm going to bars where they got like three things, Budweiser, Bud Light, and... You know, oh, yeah. Miller, it's, right? And it's, it's a regular. And I, Budweiser's always my choice. Or if I'm trying to make a point for whatever reason that I don't want that kind of beer, I'll drink Budweiser. But again, so here I am. I'm drinking both sides of that. I'm still not thinking that puppy dog makes me want to drink Budweiser. So anyway, <laughs> we should move on. We're, we're killing that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, we got to be quick about these because we're already almost at 45 minutes. We got good ads and bad ads. Let's I just go round that. robin. Let's go bad. Good ads first. Okay. Uh, well, okay. I I kind of already said my the one that I thought was pretty good, and that was the the like a girl one. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, I, I did I def, I definitely did laugh at the Snickers one, the Brady yep. bunch with uh with um the machete guy. I forget what his real first name is. <laughs> yeah. Ah, crap, it's escaping me. But he's he, he, I, right. I know I know him as Machete. But I I laughed out loud at that one. Um, so so I I would put that in the in the in the good camp. I thought it made a nice uh you know laughter and and. Uh, the, the positive vibe from that one was a good connection to, to Snickers brand because they've always been like you know you, you eat the, eat a Snickers and it's going to fix your day. It's kind of always been their uh, a central part of their messaging at least one well, maybe not always but has been in, in recent years and this one definitely connected with that. Okay, mm-hmm. Jackie, I, I had that on my list too. I, both those, Jackie. Do I just get to say one? Just one. Or? We're going Ron Robin one at a time. At a- Adam said too. I know okay. he can't help himself. Did I? What else? You did I referenced say? I your first one, and then you had to do the yeah. second one. It's all right. Oh, why? Well, I didn't want to repeat it. <laughs> um. Okay, so I had one. Of, one of my favorites was the Clash of the Clans. Yeah. With Liam Neeson. I don't think I saw oh, that one. Oh, dude, you gotta watch for the it. game Clash of Clans. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I thought that that one was that one made me laugh, and there were very few. During the whole Super Bowl, I mean, I this is probably the year where I I only have three down as my favorites, and the Clash of the Clan Clans one was really well done. I'm bringing it up yeah, here quick. Yeah, keep it, keep going. Yep. It was kind of a it was kind of a playoff of his character in the movie Taken. Uh huh. 
And well, every character he plays, but mainly Taken, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Um, and I just thought it was really well done, and it was really funny. I don't know, Chris, if you want to add to that. No, but. I totally had that. That was probably in my top five, at least maybe top three. Um, uh, and then when they call him to- Liam and um, <laughs> and his name <laughs> is his ready. name is Angry Liam fifty five or something, and and he's the things he says like I'm going to come at you with dragons. He goes, I know you think you're you beat me because you took all of my gold. <laughs> he just he says this <laughs> stuff from the game. It's pretty funny. So. <laughs> Yeah, it was really well done. I'm going to start with my best and go backwards because I'm afraid one of you guys is going to steal it. My favorite <laughs> was the Mophie ad um, for a number of reasons. If you're not, if you don't know which one that is, that's where it kind of shows the end of the world with all this funky stuff happening, and yep. then they kind of cut to um, God, who I love is that he's he's black, so I love that, and oh, yeah. his phone is dead. And I love that he says, you know, it says, God darn it, or, you know, God damn it. He says, gosh darn it, right? So um, <laughs> production values were amazing. It was like a little movie with all the creative mm-hmm. ways that the world was kind of ending. It was a great story, so it kind of pulled you all the way through. Um, great humor, so very funny things happened, it, including the clothes. And a ter- tremendous brand message. Which is all about Mophi, you know, basically, the, what I took out of it, even though they don't say this, was it's kind of like the end of the world when your phone dies. You know, if you're somewhere right. and your phone dies and you can't recharge it, for for most of us, we kind of have a little panic attack. Like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? And and there, I even saw this um, this article about charging, what's it called, like charging it's not phobia it wouldn't be scared of it but but people get anxiety about having their phones charged so like oh, if I you travel that. a lot or whatever and you're constantly yeah, yeah. looking for like an mm-hmm. outlet um and so i took that as the implicit message of hey when your phone goes dead you know it's kind of like the end of the world in this case i think they were saying you know look what happens when your phone dies um in this case it's god and the world kind of goes up in flames so i just thought at all levels that was good it was a good product endorsement Super well done. I'm, oh, I got to mm-hmm. do one for Braddon, too. Um, okay. I don't know if this is one of his favorites, but he commented on um, a number of them. He said, Weight Watchers was very strong, visual, great music. Such a great example of an emotional and inspiring ad that's empowering instead of sappy or weepy. That was the one, and I should have put that one down, too. That was the one that was kind of like showing the food industry and its awfulness and that you're you're up against, you know, this incredibly powerful evil industry how are you going to overcome it um and the message was like well you can't stop eating so you need to eat the right way so i thought that was really good too which one was that weight Weight watchers Watchers yeah 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 um i just watched the clash of clans that was fantastic you guys are right um let's see what else did i like there weren't a lot that i liked i thought the i agree I thought that the the uh, the the WTF ones there were so there, I thought there were so many of those. One that I that was interesting was the the Jeff Bridges ones for Squarespace, <laughs> the dreamingwithjeff.com yeah. where he like he just comes in and he's making some weird like weird sounds about, you know, that he likes to listen to before dreaming at night. And I think there's like actually a whole album you can purchase that are these sounds that he's <laughs> that he's made. Um 
I don't know if I don't know if that one was like falls into the trying too hard category. It didn't it's for kinda, me. <laughs> it, it, it's just it's just it fell into the what the hell category for me. Yeah. Um, and I'm a, I'm a huge Jeff Bridges fan. I mean, um, uh, the Big Lebowski is my number one favorite movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was uh, it's just interesting to it was it's an interesting concept. Um, did you like that one, Jackie? No. No, I didn't. Either. I thought it was <laughs> just w- kind of too much. No offense. Yeah, I don't know Adam. that I liked it. I don't know. No, I don't know that I liked it. I'm not saying I liked it. I just thought it was it was it was kind of what the hell. It was like what it was a WTF. It was like what where is this going? What is this? about that that felt it yeah that definitely fell into my weird slash trying too hard camp where you know it starts off and you're like okay cool i like jeff bridges and then you're just like what is going on what about the the fiat ad too that um was like number three on usa today's i didn't think it was that i didn't think it was that good it was clever it was well done but it just it's kind of what again it goes back to jackie's team like it just felt like it was trying too hard to be creative which yeah. when that stands out, it kind of breaks the it breaks that fourth wall or whatever to me. Yeah, and you know, again, as we t- I talked about earlier with the kind of the boob theme going on, um, and this one, <laughs> I would kind of lump this, I would kind of lump this one into that category, though it did make me laugh, and it's not quite, it's definitely not as blatant or as bad as um, the Game of War or the uh, Carl's Junior one, but that was the. Um, the airline, the Doritos one, the middle seat Doritos one, where the guys on the airplane doing all sorts of things to get people to not s- take the seat next to him. Yeah. Um, and then, at, then he notices this very attractive uh, woman walking down the aisle in the in the crowd of people still walking down the down the middle row. Um, and he like pulls out a bag of Doritos to lure her in next to him, and she's like all for it. But then, as the guy in front of her moves, she's got a baby strapped to the front. And <laughs> of course, then he's like, "Oh God, what have I done?" Um, so, but again, I kind of, you know, it's it lumps into the, you know, women as objects and men, as, right. you know, whatever, mm-hmm. um, seeing, which I would like to see us get away from at some point in time here. Um, Jackie, did you have yeah. some? Yep. I only, like I said, I didn't have a ton of faves, so I'll, I'll just, so the one that I did like was the always one that Adam liked. So we've kind of already covered that one. And then the other one that I thought was well done it was funny was that loctite commercial i didn't see it i had that in i had it in the what the cat or whoa the wt i had that in the wtf category like the trying too hard i did not did get you it. really yeah it's see, just funny it's just like average kind of chubby people dancing with fanny packs on with fanny packs on for super glue is that what loctite is yeah, yeah it's like a super glue and I mean, at first, too, that was one of the ones that started off, and I was like, oh, this is just going to be one of those trying too hard ones. But I watched it again, and I on the, I was looking at Time's review of them, and they gave it an A, and I thought I thought it was a really good ad. Yeah. A lot of people rated it really high. That was done by Fallon, too, I believe. Yeah, I saw I, that. I, I, maybe, my, maybe I just didn't give it enough attention, um, but I was just like, I wasn't, I wasn't, it wasn't connecting with me for some reason. I missed that one. I'll, I'll have to rewatch yeah, it. Yeah, I'll watch it, too. Is that all you had, Jackie? Yeah, those there are a few. I have I have a few. I'll go through them quick. I did like the Dodge hundred year anniversary ad. Um, I love it when the woman says, "Shut your mouth!" Like you learn to do this, and you learn to shut your mouth sometimes. And then they show the old dude, you know, peeling out the charger. And so I like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I like the McDonald's ads if they actually did this in real life, which I don't know if they are. 
pay with love. But if they actually randomly ask people to like pay for their meal by hugging their spouse or saying something good about their son, I, I would love that. I think that's really cool. I think I thought they gave like some date range that they were going yeah. to do that to some degree. So yeah, if they're gonna, that'd be interesting to see how they pull that off. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, let's see. Well, Brandon and I both mentioned the Coke ad. I like the TurboTax Boston Tea Party ad. It was a little bit over the top. It was kind of like the Fiat yeah. one that was too creative for its own good. But I love the George Washington part of it where they're all saying like, well, all right then. All right then. And they cut to him like in this <laughs> rowboat crossing the Delaware. And he's like, all right then. Back it up. <laughs> so I thought that was a funny line. Um Brandon's favorite line was from the GoDaddy ad that focused on small business people. It said, I, he yeah. will not be eating seven-layer dip. He will not be eating zero-layer dip. So <laughs> I like that, too. I laughed at that. Yeah, I thought that one was pretty good. Didn't GoDaddy get blasted for an ad they were going to put on that had, like, some puppy yeah, mill theme or something? Yeah, they took it and off. They pulled it? They took it off. Huh. Were they, do you know if they were – did they have two ads lined up, or did they pull know. this one together at the last minute, or I what? Don't know. Huh. Um, two more real quick. The BMW i3 I was awesome with Katie Couric and Brian Gumbel. I, yep, yep. I had made a note on that one. So funny to, to go was, back. That and was watch creative. Them. Yeah, and to watch them talk about you know wh- what's yeah. internet, what's internet. At least what's internet. They don't even say like the internet. Yeah. And yeah. They don't know whether it's at or around or whatever. Yeah, it's like what is this email yeah. address thing we're looking at. Um, and then I also liked the avocado ad for the world's first draft. draft. When they show like, and Mexico selects, and they show like the polar bear. That I don't was know if it cute. Was, was it the polar bear? It was some yeah. like northern animal, like all excited. But earlier in it, they had Jerry Rice, and um, I can't remember what the pick was, but somebody picked something, and he was like, "Ooh, off the field issues," so whatever it was. <laughs> I don't know, it was like porcupine or something, but. So those are all what good. Did, what did you think of, um, speaking of luxury cars, what, there's, there are two other luxury cars, or at least two other ones. Um, Mercedes and Lexus both had spots. Lexus was odd to me because it was like a little, it was almost like a like a Ford Fiesta-sized car that they were marketing. And they were really trying to come at it from like a party angle. Like, we're we're pretty hip and cool, and we're the this is your party car now. Which made sense to me for the, with the Ford Fiesta, because I'm pretty sure that they kind of took that angle. Um, a couple of years ago or a year ago with, I don't know if it was a Super Bowl ad, but it was just a TV ad where it's kind of like, you know, this is the, the cheap party car for, you know, get your pile, your friends in it and go have some fun. But, but when I think of Lexus, I don't think of little tiny party cars where you're piling friends in and going out to have no. fun. You know, I think of a fairly decent sized luxury car. Um, so I felt a disconnect on the Lexus one and then the Mercedes one was with the tortoise and the hare. Right. And it was all very, very well digitally animated. Um, and I, I thought the ad was good and the production quality was, was, was great, yeah. but it was, um, I don't it know. It felt, it felt like, a, it, yeah, off yes. brand was, it would be a good way to, to say it. It, didn't, it felt like a disconnect from, from an otherwise very sophisticated right. brand, um, to be fairly on, <clears throat> um, I mean, it's certainly sophisticated in execution, um, cause it was well done, but not, you know, but animation, you know, digital animation and the child like nature of it doesn't, it was feel, whimsical. Right. Which yeah, you don't expect yeah. from and that I don't, brand. No, no. And I, I thought it's it was one of those ones that started off really interesting, and I thought it had the potential to be great, and then it just totally fell flat. And maybe it was because, it like you said, it was whimsical, and it's it was for was it Lexus or Mercedes? You said. 
Uh, Mercedes. Mercedes. Yeah. And then at the yeah. end, like, you know, the turtle crosses the finish line and he's, he goes, who's your turtle? And it's like, <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah. It's corny just, too. Yeah. It's like, I mean, did you have to ruin it? Yeah. You know, the, the brand that did that well, and it wasn't really digital animation, it was game footage, was, um, man, was it Toyota, Mazda or Toyota? Somebody, whoever used World of Warcraft footage and in years yeah. ago, probably Toyota, like three or four, four years four. ago. Yeah, yeah, and all of a sudden, you know, the four, the four by, the four by four busts into the game, and they're like, and it was that one was well done, um, and that fit the brand because I mean, I had I was playing WoW at the time, and I one of my good buds who plays the game drove that exact same truck, so for me it resonated well there because it was like, wow, you just nailed that one. Um, but that I mean, that's the type of you know vehicle you expect that gamers are probably going to be driving versus um, you know versus the luxury brands, at least for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was so this one just I mean that one resonated this one didn't resonate. All right, should we move to our worst ads? Yeah, sure. I have I have five. I have one that there's heads and tails above the rest in terms of horribleness. <laughs> All right, I'm dying to know. <laughs> yeah, well, do yours first. Right. We probably have touched on my, my worst ones. Well, I'll, yeah. I'll I'll do my worst one first. I've got other ones um, for different reasons, but. The Today Show ad was vomit-inducing horribleness <laughs> and should be banned from airwaves forevermore. What was that? I don't I know if I saw it. I it. It was just basically them walking down the street, the Today Show crew, like with upbeat music, and they're like, hey, hey, and people like applaud <laughs> and shake their hand. It was Super so corny. corny. It was uncomfortable to watch. Um, <laughs> it was awkward. It was, it was like the ultimate in fapping. They're literally like you know, like walking, like hey, right. There's like rock stars in the in the um, lyrics, oh. and they're all happy and cheery, and you just you're waiting for something to happen, like the record to go, and then somebody to say something funny, and it doesn't because you're like this has to go there, this has to be satire. Right. You can't right. honestly be promoting yourselves in such a, a horrible. I mean, it's so. Um, saccharin and oh god it just makes me cringe to think of it so i saw yeah, a tweet before i saw the, the the ad i i saw the ad but i had it muted and then i saw a tweet that somebody said that ad actually makes me want to watch the today show less than before i saw it <laughs> and so i went back and looked at it online i'm like they're right what a bunch of oh. what a bunch of arrogant i mean i don't even i can't even describe it you got to watch it yeah, I'm yeah. not overblowing how awful it is. That's too bad. They were trying to, I think, be light and trippy, and hey, we're just having fun. But it came off like, you know, they show them walking side by side, and they're all, you know, all cheery. And uh, I know I'm just keep saying the same thing because it's it was such <laughs> yeah. a train wreck. So that was my was worst. Was it, was it in slow motion? Sometimes it was in slow motion. It kind of was. Oh man! Um, like Carson oh, Daly pops out of the subway, and he, you know, he like gives them the pointer fingers they're all thumbs up and he starts walking with them and they're all happy and high-fiving the crowd as they go by and, oh man yeah oh, yeah, yeah it was pretty poor <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> all right so can i do mine i actually sure. only i was there were so many terrible ones i mean i don't know like i said i think i'm really cynical i just i didn't really love a ton of them this year but the one as I was kind of reviewing today, the one that made us all go, what the heck, last night, because we actually had a few people over, is that Jubilee Toe Fungus commercial. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I saw that one it's either. It's just a typical it's okay. animated 
pharma ad. It was bad. Oh, okay. But it's just it's it was like poorly animated. It was poorly mm-hmm. done. I mean, yeah, for a bad. Super Bowl spot. Yeah, I mean, it was just a really poor ad. Not to mention, it had to do with toe fungus. So <laughs> I mean, it was just it seems so out of place. I think. Which is if, why we all got a kick out of it. If you ever get frustrated with your job, just just think that you could work for the marketing department for a toe fungus drug. <laughs> and think, so how dumb. would we possibly get people excited about this? Things could always be worse, people. So that was one of mine. Um, my worst ones. We've talked about my worst ones, and I'm gonna. They're they're the, they're the one. They're the ones that were just overly sex oriented. So, and and I would say they were tied. No, I wouldn't even say they were tied. I would say Carl's Jr. was just just blatantly over the top gross in terms of how it was trying to use sex to sell, and it's a freaking hamburger. Um, <laughs> but the other one was right up there too. The Game of War one was. Yeah, you know, it's just like those ads on, have been get, on for a while. It. They have, they have. I mean, these are new versions of it. I think the Carl's Jr. one was new for the Super Bowl. I think I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Game of War stuff has been going on forever, and I see it on my Facebook feed all the time. I'm just so I'm so over it. I'm so it's so. I mean, I never was. I was never with it, so I can't really say I'm over it. But it was. It's just like <laughs> let's just get. Past Isn't it that interesting already. though? I mean, I think so much of that has changed in the culture, and I want to go on a, on a big cultural rift here, but. Um, I think part of it's because I have daughters. Part of it's because my new wife is, you know, she's a therapist. She deals with a lot of the, you know, the unfavorable outcomes of misogyny and abuse. And yeah. right. um, there's, a, I'm not going to call him out because I'll probably get sued. But there's a talk, there's a radio talk show guy who's very popular in the Twin Cities and sports radio. That's all I'm going to say. And he's like my age. And they often do these. Um, you know, they often go out and, like, broadcast live from an event or something. And when he does that, he's he's nonstop flirting with, like, the, the staff that works mm-hmm. at, like, the restaurant on the air, calling them, like, oh, beautiful Bumbalade and, and you know, <laughs> oh, wow, look at her. She's so hot. And, like, trying to, like, flirt with them. Right. And uh-huh. it is so disgusting. I just want to, like, say, can somebody tell him that he's, like, he's the creepy old guy. He's the yeah. guy who's who's 40, 50. I don't care how old he really is. But, you know, A, that's just creepy because these women are probably in their, in their low 20s. And B, mm-hmm. quit talking to the women based on what they look like. I mean, I don't, I don't understand why that continues, to your point, Adam. Um, but it's it just drives me up a wall anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't – and it's – might be for me that I have that I have boys and I don't want them to grow up thinking that that's okay. Um, and I think a lot of it too, as Chris, you alluded to earlier with the, you know, mentioning Gamergate, you know, I follow a lot of the women who have been victims of the, um, the wrath of the, you know, the gamer, the Gamergate people online. And uh, Jackie, I'm not sure if you're familiar. We already talked about, about it. Don't get into before. it. We don't yeah. have time. Yeah. But <laughs> look but it up. It's Google just, it. It's just, this disgusting things, you know, rape, rape threats, and, and and much much worse happening to 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 you know very prominent women in in the on the not only on the on the on the game um, journalism side, but also just across the board. If you're a female on that scene, you just get you know blasted, and then it's in disgusting ways. So it's just I'm just disgusted at you know the at, at that that behavior mm-hmm. from men. It's like come on, it's like what it's like what gives you the right 
Um, and, and this, in this, but this type of stuff that we're seeing, it just feeds yeah. that. It just feeds that mentality and it, and it needs to stop. Right. You know, these, these, these companies should be, and these, and these agencies putting this stuff together should be, I don't know. I would like to say they should be smarter than that, but I guess if this is the stuff that's proving somehow to, to, you know, to make the bottom line, you know, put it, put it, make it, put it where they want it to be, then yeah. I don't, then I don't know. I guess that's, but uh, it just positions your brand in that way. So as long as you're comfortable with that. You know. mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, you see play, play, uh, organizations like GoDaddy moving beyond it, which is which is well, nice. As far as we know, they, their last dab was yeah, that's true. so bad. But all right, well, we've been we're over an hour now. I had some other bad ads. The nationwide ad I thought was ridiculous. The Nissan dad ad with cats in the cradle was a yeah. great ad, but I'm like, okay, this thing went on for a minute, it, which is a long <laughs> time in ad time. And he doesn't until the very end when his freaking boy is like 17 right. finally wake up and go, I need to spend more time with my son. It's like, we're going to celebrate that? He misses <laughs> the kid's entire childhood. Yeah. Now your son is a young and now, man. And now we're going to celebrate this? I mean, that was bad. Carnival Cruise ad, that was my WTF with the JFK. And then the last one was the Bud Light coin, um, which... I like the idea if it were real, but it was so obvious to me that the guy, the main guy was an actor. And even if right. he wasn't an actor, he came off as an actor. So it didn't matter yeah. either way. Yeah. And yeah. then it just seemed corny and stupid. And, and it was isn't dumb. that kind of a, yeah. And it was, it was a repeat of what they pretty much did last year yeah. too. Right. It was just a different it, experience. Um, but the same concept, the same concept, which I don't mind that. And I like the Pac-Man thing and, but he was, it was just too corny, too yeah, obvious. Yeah. Yeah, real real life Pac Man like that would that would be fun. <laughs> yeah. I, I would. It would. <laughs> you guys. All right. Well, we busted our sixty minutes scene by a long shot. I think. I think well, I, th- I think we're just under. I've, I've got us at about fifty four minutes. So at oh, least we're. I've got us at one oh seven. Fifty four. That's Uh-oh. when we hopped on the call. Oh, oh. good point. <laughs> yeah, we're at about fifty four. All right. Yeah. Well, any last thoughts from you guys? I hope that next year has got some. I don't know. I hope to see some different stuff next year. I feel like we're seeing a lot of the same stuff. Yeah, a little more originality. And like I said, maybe I'm just cynical and there, you know, people enjoyed it a little, the ads a little more than I did, but. Yeah. Or maybe we expect too much out of, out of Super Bowl ads. Yeah. Yeah. It's all of those things. And the the bar keeps getting set higher. It's kind of like the Super Bowl Mm halftime show. It's like, you know, each year they, they blow out the, take all the stops out and, it's like, how can they, you know, go even further? At some point, it's just going to be too much. And I thought the ads were, were good, um, especially when I went back and reviewed them. I was surprised at how many I liked. But, yeah, I think you guys are right. You know, at some point, it's just like we expect, like, amazingness every time. And we'll be lucky yeah. to get two or three of those each year, honestly, which shows you yeah. shows you how hard this is. I mean, this is the Super Bowl. People spend millions of dollars to be in it. You think they put their best efforts behind it. You got 60 plus ads in there and there's still under 10 that we think are really dramatically strong. I didn't talk about mm-hmm. any of them that I thought were just so, 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 yeah. And you know, point. we didn't talk about too, which is probably worth at least mentioning quick before we, before we close out here, um, this, the problems that the NFL itself has had this year and, you know, choosing to, you know, if, is, is, do, do, do organizations need to give more thought to whether or not they're, you know, aligning their brand by spending, you know, millions or billions or however much they're spending on some of these ads to, you know, air them during during the the big game for an organization that's, you know, been in the spotlight for some pretty terrible stuff over the last 365 days. 
I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think I, for some reason there's a disconnect there, Adam. I think I don't think most people associate like the Super Bowl with the NFL. It sounds weird. I can't say it that way because that's ridiculous. <laughs> but I mean, because it's the two teams and because it's its own thing, um, I, I don't. I don't see it having you know hurt itself so bad that you would have people like not advertising the super bowl not saying it couldn't get there and i'm not saying it doesn't have problems i totally agree with you um Mm -hmm. but for some reason there's just i don't know why i can't explain why but there seems to be a disconnect from all that and the experience i mean i didn't hear anybody anybody go like well i'm not even gonna watch the super bowl this year because i'm so fed up with the nfl it's it's like a national holiday it's too bad it's the NFL that's behind it is maybe a one way to think about it. But yeah. but I don't know. It's, no, a, it's interesting I agree. to think about. I mean, it, the Super Bowl itself, I agree. I mean, the, the, the Super Bowl itself kind of becomes its own thing almost. Yeah, that's kind of like ce- celebrated almost outside of football. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, with, with the domestic violence that's happened, with the child abuse that's happened, with the concussions becoming a hotter topic, um, and the, the whatever, the whole, like the cluey thing and... and, and you know, gay discrimination. I mean, there's just, there's been so much over the last year that um, has brought the NFL, the negative light to the NFL that um, it's kind of, you know, probably not even just the NFL, but just the kind of the masculinity and over masculinity of, of, of some of this stuff that, that I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens, but yeah, I, I, I agree with your assessment on that as well. All right. Jack, anything else before we jump off? No, I think we covered off on just about everything. All right, then. Well, that was a good one. Brandon, we're sorry we missed you. We'll get you on the next one. Mm-hmm. For the Arrogant Healthcare Marketing Bastards, this is Chris Bevelo. Jackie Olson. And Adam Meyer. Talk at you next week. <laughs>